This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. process of being transitioned from a real, objectively true, physical, correspondingly true, analog world, and into a hyper-real fake simulated digital and spiritual world. Now, there are many well-intentioned commentators who misunderstand what is actually happening around us in this epoch of time. These commentators believe that we are being transitioned into a secular world, well, nothing could be further from the truth. The truth is that the future that the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, and others have planned for us today is deeply, purposely, and intentionally religious. In fact, you could say that the entire process of the transformation that we are being forced through is almost a cult indoctrination process. Now, I first explained this back in the summer of 2020 in my podcast on the causes of things called the Trans-Civilizational Cult, because our entire society is in a transformational cult-like experience, shedding our old ways of doing things while being coerced into a fully planned, fully strategized new paradigm. While the tectonic plates of change have been shifting underneath your feet, you may have been concerned about whatever the media is saying is really the latest crisis that you must be concerned about every minute of every day. You are experiencing a manipulated, religious, cult-like transformation out of the old way of doing things and thinking and into the new subjective metaphysical cult. The changes are sweeping and exponential in scale. For example, first, all of humanity was picked as the target of cult indoctrination. Secondly, just as in the case of cult indoctrination, all of humanity was isolated and shut off from the real world. Cut off from their normal daily routines that they had developed through their lives. And nearly all of humanity was disciplined. Harshly. If they stepped outside the confines of their imposed isolation, in other words, we were in obedience school, and two messages were pumped into every living human being's mind 24 hours a day through television, radio, social media, and push notifications on their phones. A. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's coming to get you. It's going to get you if you don't obey our orders. And B. We're all in this together. So basically, the methods that psychiatrist Dr. Alan Cameron had discovered in his research in the 1950s and 1960s was now being employed to the entire world. And what Dr. Cameron had discovered is what he called psychic driving. You see, Cameron believed that technology could be the handmaiden of a psychiatric revolution. He denounced conventional therapy with all of its talking and listening and trust building as slow and ineffective. Cameron instead subjected his patients to a radical new treatment, 
that promise to accelerate the process of psychological transformation and change. Cameron termed his process psychic driving, in which Cameron's treatment utilized a brand new technological savior. It was called the reel-to-reel tape machine. Patients were placed in front of tape machines emitting endless looping messages designed to push them towards particular psychiatric epiphanies. Such as this, for example, quote, Peggy, you have discovered that your mother never wanted you, end quote. That's what one tape would proclaim. And then, quote, can you see now why you have given affection in such lavish degree to your children and why you became so desperately anxious when your daughter decided to enter a convent? End quote. Messages were repeated for days, weeks, and even months on end in order to overwhelm the patient's conscious defenses. When patients became distressed by relentless repetitions... They were restrained using a variety of crude and bizarre methods, from like securing their headphones with tape to their heads, immobilizing them with hallucinogenic substances. And what happened is, rather than overcoming their conditions, patients often emerged with severe memory loss, unable even to recognize their own families. Cameron's research attracted a number of patrons, such as the Central Intelligence Agency. So that is basically what was done with all of humanity across the globe from 2020 to 2021, psychic driving, as they prepared to wipe out the old way of life and the old way of doing things and create a great reset in the minds of men. So everyone around the world had to obey the same orders in the same way, no matter if you were in the United Kingdom or in China. Funny how all of humanity just fell into lockstep. Thirdly, all of humanity was told to communicate through one means of communication, a screen. And in the very few times that the human proselyte ventured out of their prison home and into Walmart or Target, they had to speak to the person on the other side of the counter through a plastic screen. Fourthly, all humanity was told to obscure their past identity, to place their facial identity behind a cocoon-like mask that would prevent others from seeing their reactions, their smile, and would obscure those unspoken ways of communication that humans have developed until they return home to their screens. Fifthly, the bishops and wizards of the new cult measured all of humanity's speech, what you could say, and what you couldn't say, what you could believe, and what beliefs or opinions were anathema. You had to be doctrinally correct in the new cult. And if you asked the wrong questions or came to the wrong conclusions that would contradict the new cult's official doctrinal convictions, you would be cast out of fellowship, cast out of the new church. And the cult bishops and wizards would explain to the rest of the faithful that your opinion 
opinions were dangerous and you were dangerous and you should be avoided. Sixth, the cult explained that you had hidden sin that you weren't aware of. This horrible sin was deeply rooted and obvious to other members of the cult that were enlightened members. But you, sinner, you were unconscious of your sin. You could call it unconscious bias. And you were really a racist, but you just didn't realize it. And the bishops and wizards of the new cult, men like Legan Duncan, Tim Keller, Ed Stetzer, or the wizards that were hired by Al Mohler, told you that you had to repent. Repent of that whiteness. That you weren't really even aware of, except, well, that's just the color of my skin. And in truth, that whiteness was actually defined by the biggest boogeyman of all, capitalism. And the Constitution, of course. And all of those things were products of the original sin of our racist civilization, the United States. The United States was the source of that original sin. And you must repent of the original sin of the United States and of the evil men that came up with these liberal ideas of freedom, of liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and worst of all, capitalism. But, there was one ritual that you could go through, one sacrament that you could take, that would identify you with the new cult. And if you went through this ritual and took this new sacrament, then you could return to your job. You could eat at a restaurant. You could go back to school. You could go on a cruise. You could see your mother again. But if you did not have the sign and seal of the new covenant, well, you were not allowed to participate in the new life, the new resurrected life, in the reset and resurrected new world. No, if you did not have the sign and seal of the new covenant, you weren't part of the regenerated people of the new faith. You were a sinner. And as a matter of fact, the entire horrible situation of the world, of the pandemic, would be blamed on you, sinner. It was your fault. And you needed to repent. You weren't allowed to participate in the new world until you accepted the truth that your Lord and Savior is Klaus Schwab. And this is our father Klaus Schwab's world. And he has dominion over that new world. But you see, you are still a proselyte. You are still in the process of catechesis for the new religion. We are witnessing the birth of a new faith. As a matter of fact, you are witnessing the creation of a new God here on earth. And as things are below here on earth, so they will be above in the hyperreal heaven. So in essence, the new faith is creating the new God that is a million times more intelligent than any man on earth today. For the new digital God will be omniscient. The new God will not just know all facts. The new God will soon know 
where each human being is on the planet at all times. And the new God made of man's hands will know your every thought, your every emotion, your every dream. And if you are not thinking the right thoughts, the new God made by man's hands will give you new thoughts. The right thoughts that conform to the right doctrines and erase all of those bad thoughts. If your emotions are not pleasing to the new God, the new God made by man's hands will provide for you the right emotions. If you are not dreaming the right dreams while you slumber at night, the new God made by man's hands will make sure that you will dream the right dreams. If the old God that you have given your heart, soul, and mind to is not the right God, then the new God will take, by force, the place in your mind that your old God had previously taken up residence. And what will help to usher in this sick, twisted, demonic God made in man's image? Well, it will be religion that will help to usher him in. As World Economic Forum President Klaus Schwab stated in 2015, quote, Values cannot be justified by the intellectual process alone. Faith must be involved. End quote. And at the same time, the World Economic Forum released a white paper stating their intentions, which reads, quote, The World Economic Forum recognizes that faith plays a dynamic, evolving role in society. Demographic trends suggest the number of faith adherents will increase over the next two decades, while the secular population will decrease. People of faith, therefore, have profound impacts on community mobilizing for both productive and damaging purposes. The power of faith to impact global issues and shape global perspectives is a fundamental reason why the Forum consistently engages faith leaders and perspectives in our work. As part of our efforts to incorporate an understanding of the impact of faith in our analysis of complex global trends and challenges, the Forum established the Global Agenda Council on the Role of Faith. Council members comprise the world's foremost experts to provide thought leadership that furthers the faith agenda within Forum's activities. Over its most recent two-year term, the Council worked to raise awareness about socio-cultural, cross-faith and religious engagement efforts for the purposes of conflict prevention and societal transformation. The Council aimed to transform perspectives on faith in government and in the private sector, specifically in nations experiencing dramatic change. End quote. So, 
It will be religious leaders who will help to usher in the new religion of the new God, the God made by human hands. Roman Catholic leaders, Buddhist leaders, Muslim leaders, evangelical Christian leaders, the Judas class of religious leaders. And in preparing ye the way for the new digital Lord, they will pave the way for the new digital heaven, where the new digital you can live with an active consciousness in the simulacrum of a new digital world. Now, mind you, this isn't from some science fiction that is a hundred years away. No. This begins as soon as FDA approval is complete. Possibly by 2024. It will be the new resurrection of the new digital Christ who will promise digital eternal life. And nothing, nothing that I am saying is hyperbole. And so while you are online arguing about David French or where you want to start your own Christian autonomous zone, a simulacrum of God is being created. So what do you do? Well, you can start by cleaning out the churches and denominations of all the faith leaders that participated in this plot against God. You can begin to speak about the need to preserve cognitive liberty. You can start to bring these issues to your political leaders, but especially within the church. You must clear these men and women that capitulated to this demonic plan out of your churches, out of your denominations, and out of your seminaries. Because it is coming, and we must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic.